Welcome to the Office Flip Flops Podcast. My name is Francesca Zampaglione, and I am an entrepreneur, confidence builder, resilience connoisseur, and a lover of all things coffee. Each week, we'll bring you inspirational people and messages that will guide you to unleashing the best version of yourself. Let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome. Welcome to this week's episode of Office Flip Flops. I am Francesca, I'm your host, and I'm thrilled that you're here. Why? Because I know that you deserve happiness, and perhaps you have it. But it's hard with everything that's going on in the world and your personal lives. Sometimes that happiness, it wavers, right? And what I'm here to say is ultimately, if you understand where you are, and what makes you happy, and what doesn't make you happy. That's how you move forward and how we can shift our mindset. I brought an incredible person with me on the show today. Her name is Joel Kim, and she's a coach that helps guide people into that mindset shift. We use an incredible analogy that I can't wait to share with you. So sit tight, my friends, and without further ado, Joel Kim. Everybody, a great new podcast guest with me here today, Joel Kim. Please introduce your awesome self to my audience. Thanks so much, Francesca. Hi, everyone. My name is Jewel, and I live in the Seattle area. I work as a life coach, and primarily I help people with their mindset, especially for overcoming imposter syndrome. I help people quit people-pleasing and set better boundaries. Yeah, I love that, Jewel. And in fact, everyone who's out there listening, that's how Jewel and I met. It was just um interesting how when we're learning together we get to meet people that are like-minded and that's what I saw in Joel and I want to thank you for the time that you're taking today to talk to the audience you know because when we last met and then you know a few moments ago in the green room we're like Joel I, I need to bring back that amazing analogy that you brought up and I'm going to let you say, but it's something about really understanding who you are and where you are. So please, let's launch into this story because I think it's so cool. All right. Yeah. So what's interesting is I recently released a TikTok video, like just a few days ago, and it was on the subject of how to change a negative mindset, like the first step to changing a negative mindset. And in the video, I talked about how with my mom. And I think, you know, our previous conversation, like you could relate, my mom is incredibly negative. And when I just sort of pointed this out to her, to my mom that, Hey mom, I don't know if you realize, but a lot of what you talk about, like more than 90% of what you're always talking about is how something is wrong. Like how, what other people are doing is wrong and how other people are wrong, you know, doing something wrong to you. And so my mom's response was, all right, all right, I'll fix this. And I was like, mom, I'm not asking you to fix anything. I'm just asking you to look at yourself, like just take a few days and watch what you choose to always talk about. Because what you focus on is what you get more of, right? You get more of what you focus on. And, and so I posted that video talking about that. And all these people in the comments were like, practice gratitude, you know, practice gratitude, that'll rewire your brain. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Okay. So it's not that I don't love gratitude. I absolutely love gratitude. I believe in the power of gratitude, but here's the thing. When we say things like that, we are trying to shift ourselves to a future destination 
without first looking at where we are now. And so yep. the analogy that I know you were referring to a second ago was, I like to tell people, if you've ever seen one of those maps in like the airport or like a mall, right? You're like, where's the store or where's the restaurant I'm trying to get to? And so if you notice in those maps, there's always a little marker that says you are here. And so of course, like how would you know how to get to the restaurant or to your store if you don't know where you are right now? And so that's probably one of the biggest maybe mistakes or mistaken beliefs that I find people have is they are so unwilling to look at where they are now because it's just uncomfortable. It feels icky. You know, it's just not great, right? Whatever yeah. is going on, they just want to rush to getting to the future state where they think they're going to be happier. You know, they think they're going to magically practice gratitude and just gratitude their way out of whatever their situation right. is now. And so that's really the thing is like, yeah. Absolutely. We want you to get to that future state. You know, we want you to be happy. We want you to be successful. We want you to find your purpose. We want you to stop feeling imposter syndrome. We want you to stop feeling so negative all the time. But in order to get those things, like, let's take a look at what's happening for you right now. And then let's unpack some of that. Because what I have found is with my clients, if they just keep going to that future state and they're like, I'm just going to sweep it all under the rug. And I'm just going to keep looking at that eyes on the prize. It's, yes. it's like a bungee cord effect. They go to the thing, you know, they're like, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be less negative. And it lasts for like a few days or like a week. Right. And then like a bungee cord, you snap right back. And it's because you did not actually solve. You did not actually resolve and heal the things that are going on in your life right now. Well, it is so much of what we do in the coaching practice tool. I love everything that you said. Ultimately, it's understanding that awareness within ourselves. That's what you're speaking to. Like you are here. This is an awareness, whether it's your mother, whoever, and um, just using that and understanding. And then as we learned, reframing or shifting and then moving forward but we can't be future focused if we're just ignoring this present moment state of being of where we are. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, the whole like bungee cord or the rubber band, you know, metaphor, I'm like, if your starting point continues to be the same, you will continue to keep returning to that starting point. And I think that's yeah. the thing people just don't realize. So yeah, when you gain that awareness, that's when you start to move your starting point, you know, you start to move forward. And so when you do come back to those original patterns, they're actually, it's not going to be the same for you anymore. It won't be the same right. experience. This is how you start to alter your behavior permanently instead of sort of slapping a bandaid on it. Right. I love that. So other than perhaps taking, you know, a few days to think about it, do you have any other things that we could suggest to people who are really resonating with what you're saying and really do st are starting to notice, like, maybe I am a little too negative. What one or two things can we offer that would help, you know, sh start to shift that mindset for, for people out there listening? So not to be super biased, but of course, I'm going to say work with a coach like you or me. Right? Right. You were smiling. Everyone, she was smiling right before. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be a good answer. <laughs> right. Work with someone. And yeah. it's okay to get mm -hmm. help. Work yeah. with someone. Work with a professional, a coach, a therapist. Find someone to talk to, not just your friend. Okay. So I'm going to say friends are great and all, but friends 
do not necessarily have the objective perspective that one might really need to start shifting their thinking. Okay. So talk to someone like talk to someone is better than talking to no one. But if you can talk to a professional, if you are not comfortable with either of those options, then I would say just go find some of those journaling packs, right? It's got like prompts in there for you to really explore and discover more about yourself. Go read some great books. Right now, there's a new book on my radar. It's called The Science of Stuck. Mm-hmm. And I would say you could try that one, like read that one. But above all else, I'll say if you like to journal, if you like to reflect, then there are a couple of questions that I like to give everybody, which is ultimately, what is it that you really want out of your life? Like, What makes you happy? And it's okay if you don't know those things. Right. A lot of people don't know how to answer those questions. Those are really huge questions. So start at like the smallest level possible. Like what makes you happy in the little moments, right? Day to day. Who are the people that you feel good around? And why? Like, why do they make you feel good? Why are you happy to spend your time with those people? What are the things that you like doing? And then in terms of The things that you might not love about yourself, you might not like, and some of you might even say you hate about yourself. Um, For me, I don't like that sometimes I I get offended by other people so easily, Mm. so easily triggered. And it's because I have certain buttons in me, right? Just the person I am. We all have these buttons. And when I don't like those buttons, I'll be looking at those buttons as like, why are they even there? And so then- The other question that is usually always helpful for people is, where did that come from? Mm, Such a powerful question. Mm. Yeah. And not to make it like, oh, everything comes back to your childhood. But the truth is, a lot of things do come back to your childhood, right? We are people who live based on the past, unfortunately. A lot of us live continuously carrying our past forward. So if you ask yourself, where did this come from, right? Like, why do I always feel so threatened by other people saying something critical of me, right? Hmm, maybe it's because that's how I grew up. Grew up with parents who were extremely critical of me. And it wasn't even like a constructive critical way where it's like, hey, you might want to do something this way instead of that way. My parents were like always very much like, this is wrong. You are wrong. Like you are, you know, tons of insert unkind language, you know, lots of negative name calling. And yeah, so it's going to be a trigger for me. So just look at where, yeah, where's your reaction coming from and who are you actually upset at? Okay. So we like to point the finger at other people, but we're actually usually upset with ourselves too. Mm. So profound. I am a huge advocate of journaling and writing things out because it helps us let go. It helps us find those things, Joel, that you're referring to that could have happened in our childhood that perhaps we've repressed and that's created these trigger points. I mentioned this uh, last week when I was presenting to a women's conference at, at how much it has transformed my life. And I would love their lives to be just as transformed because when we are writing things down, we're in the present moment. You can't be anywhere else. And that really allows things to flow. So even if it's for five minutes, it's a it's a great way for us to to bring us back to this initial point that I loved 
that you are here and finding out these things about yourself that perhaps trigger you so that now that you're aware of them, working through those issues. I, I love everything that you've said. It's so profound. Oh, thank you. And you know what I really love too is how you were talking about when you're writing something down, you you are in the present moment, right? You're in yep. the present act of writing. And so the reason why I tell people to either talk it out or to journal like optimally is because either way you are using the spoken word, you are using language to process through these these uh, potentially negative scenarios or experiences you have had. And yep. so often what keeps us from actually letting go of these experiences and so that we can move on is because we haven't processed them. And so applying written language or spoken language to these experiences is actually a huge first step in that process. Like it's been scientifically proven that yeah. it helps you become happier because that's how our brains work. And so I'm like, I know a lot of clients, they don't like journaling. They don't like they're they're just you know they've never been the type to be like dear diary today i felt you know so <laughs> or they say i don't know what to write and then i say just write i don't know what to write like it just it gets the pen moving right and it's just an open forum with yourself like dear me yeah right? yeah. yeah there's it's no like formality talk, yeah just talk about what what upset you what bothered you what irritated you and at some point you'll reach this like this awareness of like, huh, I wonder why that allows you to get a little bit curious. And so you're not always going to stay stuck in that negative feeling. And I know that's one of the biggest fears. People are afraid yeah. to commit anything to writing because they think that'll trap them in the negativity. And I cannot tell you that that is absolutely not the case. When the you opposite. talk about something negative, when you write about something negative, it actually has the opposite effect. This is what lets you start to heal and move forward. That's right. And it's going to keep showing up in your life and to and, and trigger you until you can heal that. Right. And I've, I've said this before when I've done presentations, if there's something bothering you so much in another person, but it's bothering you, there is something in you they're holding a mirror to you. They're holding a mirror to that internal injury or trauma. And it's up to you now to let it go. Right? Yeah. I'm sure you've heard that before. Yes, absolutely. It's when someone irritates the heck out of us, like I, I like to say, it's because you see a part of you in them and that's what that's you really it. hate. That's exactly it. You see a part of you in them. So what is it that I need to work on? So it doesn't trigger anything anymore. It's so br brilliant, Joel. I, I love this conversation. And, you know, so I would think in your coaching practice, you do a lot of work from home. And, you know, is there some something that you put on during the day, like a piece of clothing or accessory that helps you get ready for your appointments that really makes you confident and help you feel that you're going to be that best person? Okay, so a couple of things. This is going to sound a little bit like, oh, of course she likes essential oils, but I absolutely love essential oils. And so my thing that I like to put on isn't even really visible, but you can smell it. So right. I create roller balls with uh, scents, you know, essential oils mixes. Yeah. And, and sometimes I'll even place like a diffuser with a candle and I'll have the scent going on and on. 
But aside from that, you know, which I know you can't see, the other thing is I am a huge jewelry person. I love jewelry so much. And so I like to throw on a necklace and my earrings. And my favorite, of course, is my wedding band set, which just makes me feel like a rock star. And Aww. yeah, it just, it makes me feel blessed every day to to realize I have my husband and I'm a person who used to think, oh my gosh, like I've been in relationship after relationship Nobody is working out for me. I've never felt truly happy. There must be something wrong with me. And so when yeah. I wear my wedding band set and just every single day, I'm so grateful to have my husband in my life. I love that so much. Um, the exact right moment to state gratitude is that what you just said, right? Just being totally present and appreciating him and your relationship. And I think that is some advice that we're sharing here. Like everyone deserves to be happy, right? And it's just working through these issues to help us get there. Um, so I love your work. I love that we have this connection. And if someone wanted to reach out to you, Joel, where's the best place for them to find you, um, social media or otherwise? Where mm. would you like them to connect? Oh, thanks so much for the question. So of course, you can always find me on my website, adviceactually.com. And if you would like to shoot me like a direct message or look at some of my other content, you're always welcome to look at my um, videos and my posts on Instagram and TikTok. It's the same handle. It's at ITS Jewel Kim. So I-T-S-J-U-L-E-K-I-M on both platforms. I will put those links in the show notes because I think everybody should be following you. I can't wait to watch your ne next TikTok video. I mean, these are things that we should be talking about today. It's so important. Mental health is so important and it starts right here from our seats. So Joel, thank you so much for making the world a better place. I appreciate you and the time that you took today. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Francesca. Jules great, isn't she? I loved what she shared with us today. And I have to tell you, I should continue recording after I stop recording because that's when the best pieces of our conversation happen. For example, we were talking about another metaphor that we didn't get a chance to present on the show. And it's something that I presented to a group of women who um, I presented to a women's conference last week, and it was an incredible experience. And I shared with them this metaphor. You know, imagine you're hanging from the monkey bars, right? And think about what needs to happen as you raise your arms up and the one hand moves forward and the back hand has to let go. It's essentially what Joel and I share today. You can't move forward unless you let go. My friends, so think about that metaphor as you go about your day and perhaps there's something that's holding on and keeping you down. Just think about that monkey bar and how you can move forward, right? So here are my top three takeaways of my time with Joel today. Number one, what you focus on is what you get more of. So what do you want? Number two, to move forward, you must look at where you are right now. So in essence, you can't rush to get to the future state because when you gain awareness, that's ultimately when you can begin to move forward. Number three, and this is probably my favorite, my friends, consider journaling to discover more about yourself. Above all else, think about these important questions that Jewel posed today. What is it that you really want out of your life? 
What makes you happy? And who are the people you feel good around? Three tough questions and something you can think about. So here's my challenge, my friends, between now and next week. So as we're rounding out to the last quarter of the year, think about what you would like to happen between now and the end of the year to ensure your happiness and do that. Do the things that will make you 100% happy. Until next week, my friends, have a great one. And that's our show. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a few friends right now to inspire other people and help them improve the quality of their lives. Again, if you enjoyed this, please subscribe and rate and review this show and share with me the part that you enjoyed the most about this episode. We love to read the reviews. We come out with a new episode every Thursday morning and you don't want to miss it. Until next time, I want to remind you that you matter, you are not alone, and to stay inspired by what you heard today. Thank you.